Welcome to the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and strategies to help your child sleep. We're here to teach you how to help your child get the sleep they need and experience more rest, peace, and joy in parenting. I'm your host, Jesse Martin, and I hope you enjoy the show. Did you know that the steps you do in your child's nap and bedtime routine signal to their brain that it's time for sleep? Each steps become a cue that tells your child it's almost time to go to sleep. Having a consistent sleep routine that you do before every single sleep is a very small but a very important part of your child's sleep puzzle. When we begin working with families, one of the very first things we do is help them come up with a sleep routine that they commit to doing before every single nap and bedtime. Now, we know that bedtime can be one of the most stressful things for families. We've worked with families whose bedtime routines take up to an hour or more as they try to get their little ones down for the night. Today's episode is going to help bust some of those myths about bedtime routines, and you will walk away knowing exactly what you need to do. You might be wondering, why are bedtime routines even important? So having a predictable sleep routine is comforting and reassuring to our kids, and it helps calm their little bodies and minds and helps them to know what's coming next. We can't go, go, go all day long and then immediately plop our kids in their beds and expect them to fall right asleep. We don't even do that. They need that predictable time leading up to sleep to help prepare them and transition them from playing to sleeping. Your child's sleep routine also gives you and your child special time to connect and bond. You also might be wondering at what age should your child start having a bedtime routine. And the amazing thing about bedtime routines is that you can start them literally from day one. And we would actually really, really encourage you to do that. In our newborn sleep class, we encourage parents to start a simple bedtime routine right away with their newborns. This episode of the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast is sponsored by our one-on-one personalized sleep plan packages, which are sleep training services created for parents where you work one-on-one with us to create and implement a custom sleep plan for your baby, toddler, or preschooler. This is everything you need to help your child get the sleep they need while using a step-by-step approach and experiencing the little years in a whole new way. Head to thegoodnighthouse.com forward slash personalized sleep plan to learn more. Use code PODCAST at checkout to take 10% off any of our classes or services. Before I get into what a bedtime routine should look like exactly, I want to talk about a couple just important things to keep in mind when it comes to bedtime routines. The magic of the bedtime routine isn't really in what you do, but it's in how you do it. The repetitive steps that you do every single time is the key. I also want to encourage you that bedtime routines do not have to be complicated or take all night. 15 to 30 minutes before their actual bedtime is really all that you need. They also don't have to be boring, hush-hush, or feel like a punishment. Your child's sleep routine should be a time of connection with you. It can be a special time where you can enjoy each other and spend some time together, and that can be done as a family or one-on-one with your child before you end the day. There are a few things that should not be included in a bedtime routine, and so we want parents to feel a lot of freedom to create the type of bedtime routine that they want for their kids and their family. However, (laughs) we would definitely discourage the use of screen time during the bedtime routine. The blue light from screens 
is not conducive for falling asleep and it actually inhibits the production of melatonin, which is the hormone needed to fall asleep. And so it is best to avoid screen time for about two hours before you lay your kids down to sleep. The other thing we encourage parents to avoid during their child's bedtime routine, and I am looking at you dads, <laughs> is roughhousing or wrestling. Obviously, roughhousing and wrestling with dad is something that we love to see, and we highly encourage that, just not right before bedtime as it doesn't help our kids calm down and relax like we're aiming for. It is going to increase their adrenaline and it's going to make it harder for them to fall asleep. Okay, so let's actually get into what a bedtime or sleep routine should look like. And you can take notes on this, you can write it, you can, you know, jot it down, or you can go to the show notes of this page. Every podcast episode, if you scroll past the show notes with the links of like what we mentioned in the episode and all of that, has an entire blog post with all of this written out. So if you want to reference that or if you just prefer to read, we have those and it's a really good resource for parents to be able to go back and reference. But okay, let's get into some example bedtime routines. So the first age is going to be for newborns. So a bedtime routine for a newborn is going to look like change diaper and put on jammies, feed, swaddle, cuddle, sing a song, read a book, turn the lights off, turn the sound machine on, and lay down in crib. An example bedtime routine for an older baby or a toddler is going to look like fresh diaper and jammies, nurse or bottle if age appropriate, sleep sack, cuddle, sing a song, read a book. Then you're going to turn lights off. You're going to pray if your family prays. You're going to turn on your sound machine and you're going to lay them down in their crib. And then an example bedtime routine for a preschool age child is you're going to brush teeth, they get a last chance to go potty, you can put on jammies, you're going to do your cuddles or your song or read a couple books, you're going to turn the lights off, you're going to again pray if your family prays, turn your sound machine on, and lay them down in bed. And then if you have older toddlers or preschool age children, one thing we hear a lot is, you know, I'm trying to do the bedtime routine and lay my kid down, but they will not stop talking. (laughs) They will not stop asking questions. And so one thing you can do to kind of give a boundary around this is give each child the opportunity to either tell you two things or ask two questions. And so again, this just gives them the opportunity to get any last thoughts off their chests, and also to give them a boundary around questions and talking at bedtime. So those are super simple. There are not a lot of steps in there. You can make that your own, but the important thing again is to do those steps in the same order each time. And again, like I said, I have that all listed out in the show notes for this episode. If I went through that, I know I did that kind of quickly, but you can go to the show notes and kind of jot that down and start implementing that in your own bedtime routine with your kids, depending on what their ages are. And those are just super simple examples to show you how simple it can be, but you still get that cuddle time. You still sing songs, read books. You get that special time with them. It's just not this long, extended, (laughs) (laughs) hour-long bedtime routine that, you know, is rowdy and wild and chaotic and all of that. It's just the goal of this is to simplify it, make it something that your family enjoys doing together, and it's something that you guys look forward to, and it's it's a bonding experience with you and your child. 
a question that we get a lot is how can I do my bedtime routine with my kids if I have several of them. And so that's like me. I've got three kids, one on the way. Um, my oldest is four. So I've got a four, three, and one and a half year old, and they all go to bed at the same time. So this is probably a topic for an entire other podcast, but I just wanted to touch on it just really quickly. So if you have multiple kids to do a bedtime routine with, we usually recommend um, doing a joint bath time and brushing their teeth. So everybody's in the bathtub together and you're brushing teeth at the same time. Have your jammies laid out for your older child so that they can put them on while you're changing the younger child or children. If they're all old enough where they have their own book preferences or they want to pick out a book, let them each pick out one book and read books together. And then the last thing you're going to do after you've done the two things or two questions and you've read your books is say prayers together if your family prays, sound machine on, lights off, and they're down for the night. The last thing I wanted to touch on, again, briefly, but another question we get often is, what if we don't have time for a full bedtime routine? So this actually happens to me a lot. Again, I have, I've got my three kids, four and under, and I'm pregnant with my fourth, and my husband works late, so he is, more often than not, he's not home for bedtime and bedtime routine, so that's all on me. It is okay to do an abbreviated routine on off nights or when you get home late or if like me, if you are just, you know, at the end of your pregnant exhausted day and you just need to do a quick bedtime routine so you can fall into bed yourself. I always try to let them know what to expect and kind of give them a heads up that, hey, we're going to be getting into bed a little bit quicker tonight. And so this, just as an example, like this might look like we only read one book instead of, you know, our three books or we do a shorter song or sometimes I've even skipped books altogether and just said, you know what, guys, tonight we don't have time for a book and that's okay. We'll read one tomorrow. And that's okay. (laughs) It's okay to do that. Um, Obviously, you're not going to want to do that every night. You want it to be consistent, but on those off nights and when you just need to do it quickly, it's okay to do a shortened version. We really hope that this episode was helpful and that it helps you create a special bedtime routine with your kids. Bedtime does not have to be this long, drawn-out thing, but it can be a really special time of connection and bonding for you and your kids and your entire family. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to record a question for us to answer on the podcast, head to thegoodnighthouse.com forward slash podcast. If you want more sleep resources, head to thegoodnighthouse.com for show notes, free resources, and our courses or one-on-one personalized sleep services. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think others might too, would you consider taking a screenshot and sharing it to social media? If you really love the podcast, would you take a minute to leave a review? You can do this right on the Apple Podcast app or on your computer in iTunes. If you don't know how, head to the show notes for a link that will show you what to do. Reviews allow podcasts to be found by others and is the number one way you can support the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast.